0: Daddy, Lady the book club of love. Welcome to Daddy, ladies. Hi, Vera Elizabeth. Hello, Barbara Ann. This is our twin sites. No. Oh, this is our twinterlude. Yeah. Do we do twin sides for twin or ludes? I can't even remember. I can't even. Do you have the re- manual? I don't no, ha- I don't have yeah. it. What about the wiki? What about the Twiki? Twikipedia. If you have a twin side about an upward spiral, I think you should say it right now. Well, you managed to shoehorn in a question asking why one might jump into an ice hole. I was genuinely curious. What was your inspiration for that Barbara? Your twin inspiration for that Barbara? That dumb fuck who jumped in a hole. <laughs> You're talking about the tall guru guy? Tony Robbins. Is it guru or guru? Ew. What? <laughs> Why would you say guru? <laughs> anyway yes I did but I got my answer it's to really bring you shut the fuck up yes. what <laughs> <laughs> to make you present yeah yes okay and I that tracks um well, okay, I would a- I would have rather have seen him just splash some ice water on his face no he has to jump into an ice hole yes he does a private ice hole on his home okay <laughs> he's his own <laughs> private ice hole all right well that's it hey okay, bye Twitch no nope oh BB yes I've heard a very exciting fact what is it my twin is back on the dating apps I am do you know why why because I've been listening to myself as I spend hours and hours editing and I've heard myself say stuff like I don't know if there's anyone out there yeah I heard you say that too it really made me sad or uh, I'm just spending time rehashing old mistakes because yeah. mm-hmm. we're in a pandemic and I'm not meeting anybody and I thought that is really stupid yeah why don't i just get out there and there is one answer which is every time i've attempted to get on a dating app in the last year i've lasted literally a day or less because i find it i just am not up for it and meaning as soon as somebody contacts you you go Ooh, no yeah just the whole thing i i just i leap forward in my head i catastrophizes mm, not a word catastasis also not over. And, <laughs> and I go, well, if I started dating someone, what would happen? Well, the last person I dated, I didn't have time for. And that's why we ended up breaking up. And I have more time now. No, my job takes up even more time than I have. And I'm, my kids are about to start school and I have to spend more uh, Look at you. You can't even look me in the face, can you? You're dwelling in the future. I know. Dr. Alex Korb talked about this, or maybe I read it in one of his books. But you have depression about the past, which is something you can't change. And then you have anxiety about the future. Yes. But you can change that. And, and an app is just the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear how silly that sounds? Well, all of the world is on an app now. So I, I have, the minute I got back on, I noticed a difference. In your attitude or in the pickings? In the pickings. Really? Which is an awful thing to say. Why? Because I'm, you know, like qual- quantifying, qualifying people. But there are certain things that when I see them, I just, I get so grossed out. That's the most general term I can think of. Like, mostly dudes who say things like... Uh, Oh, man, I don't want to be negative, but can I read you some stuff? <laughs> sure. No, uh, no, you no. Know, get it all out. Get it all out so that you can say it out loud, and then maybe it'll change your attitude. Okay, maybe hearing it. Okay, well, hold on yeah. one second. Okay. Okay, here, I just screen grabbed this one because I wasn't going to match with them, and I just wanted to remember this. I'd brag about you to my friends if you knew I spoke four languages. What? <laughs> So he speaks four languages. Yes, and the and but you would. Oh, oh I see you. Oh, oh, okay. okay so would. This is a directive. No, he. You would brag about him to your friends that he speaks four languages. No, no, he would brag about me to his friends if I knew he spoke four languages. I see. okay. I'm hoping that one of those languages is not English because. I think it's a misunderstanding of that concept. However, I see a lot of stuff like that. Why not just say I'm really proud that I speak four languages? He is, obviously, but he would be more proud if the woman that he was with knew that. I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying, though? I'm being so judgmental about this. He may have just made a mistake. I doubt it. But I see a lot of stuff like that. So he's just he's trying to say I speak four languages. I feel really good about that. Yeah. Say that, though. (sighs) I don't know, that's a tough one because, um, I'm going to sound like a creep when I say this, but I used to read through the Craigslist, like, wanted or whatever they are. I loved it because people put their ideal self out there to attract their ideal mate. It seemed very honest. The the feeling I got again and again was somebody going, I'm just going to take this shot. I'm going to say all the things that I want to find and I'm going to say all the things that I think about myself. And I didn't I never saw anything like what you just described cuz I don't think people felt like they had to get into a soundbite but people just described themselves as warm and caring and playful and, and then they described the person that they're looking for and usually it had a description of their body type their wing. But there's so much hope in that and I don't know how much reality but it really was somebody going my starting place is like I'm just setting the bar way high. And I'm going to put myself out there like I'm also at that level. And I thought that was really beautiful. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're reading somebody's best foot forward, and it's I would be four languages. Pardon? (laughs) I would should you be Proud for languages. I don't know what to do with that. I I guess skip. The difference between Craigslist ads and these are that your face is attached to them, and sometimes your Instagram, you know, your name. I think you could be screen grabbed and sent to someone else, and you know, you're not entirely anonymous the way a Craigslist posting is. So what's the difference then? I wonder. There's probably more fronting with apps. More frontin'. Okay. I mean... Like 20% more frontin'. No, I would say like 70. Oof. 70% more frontin'. I mean... wait, uh, and Wait, here's another difference. And you tell me what you think about this okay. in the context of what you just told me. There's a lot of people saying what they don't want, which mm-hmm. is like basic bitches who do blank 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 well if you said you don't want a basic bitch then you are basically clearly bitch. a basic bitch <laughs> yeah well to go back to something you'd said before like what do we always rail against what do the, we always the parts we hate of ourselves, ourselves? ourselves yeah yeah, yeah there's just really that'll ugly, be $1,500 like. please <laughs> let me see you jump in an ice hole first <laughs> There's also, like, some guy wrote, the first round is on me if you look like your pictures. Okay, well, isn't that not a legitimate complaint, though? People show up not looking like their pictures? I would say, how much of an investment is a 10-minute Zoom conversation? Oh, I see. Okay. Like, yes, I get it. If you drove for half an hour and the person is nothing like what you're expecting, but why say that? It's just... I don't know. Maybe they've been burned before. I'm just playing asshole's advocate right now barbara i'm really sorry another thing i don't like is only men writing this if you send me more than a couple texts it's over i want yes you want to bone i get it why would anyone want to bone you why would a woman who has a usually 90 percent of the time i would say based on oh based on um in i i am cr in my cursory research did you just make that (laughs) up yeah. Okay. IMCR, 90% of women need something more than just like to see you to want to fuck you. Yeah. Are you putting in the effort, bud? Is this the app equivalent of those Craigslist ads where it's like you're just going to go for it and say, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> my ideal situation Yeah. is like, I just want to F and I'm just going to tell you don't text me and, and look like your picture. And that is my high bar that I'm setting and you need to meet it. Say that motherfucker like mm. be that blunt are there ladies out there that are like I do not want to make a nuisance <laughs> oh my god how sad is that I don't, I don't want to put you out by having to write words what kind of date do you think that they're looking for what do you think <laughs> I could do that would make this man want to be with me not, not talking <laughs> number one I know you, that know you know the best way to shut me up put a wiener in your mouth Yeah, yeah you know what I mean I do know so I can't text you if I'm jerking you off where are we going with this? I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're trying so hard to suss this out. It's difficult. Am I right? Am I overthinking it? Um, I don't think so. I th- well, look, I spend a lot of time on Reddit these days. Mm-hmm. Are you a millionaire? <laughs> uh, did Elon Musk take me to the moon? This is terminology from Wall Street Bets. Okay. It is entirely possible that the people that are writing this are like 23 years old. I don't know. I think a lot of people are young. Well, not in my age range. <laughs> I so, mean, so these not, are not fellers be- that are your age that are saying like, "I don't want to be texting." Yeah. No, maybe you need to pay. Is it a quality thing? Maybe you need to pay. Probably. I mean, I was thinking of actually putting in a chunk of dough for a matchmaker. Really? Hmm. I mean, you you have some big requirements, and those are people that can be in your life who can deal with three little babies, right? Eventually, yeah. That's the other thing. Here's where I'm getting really tripped up because the ladies put in a lot of time and effort into their profiles. Yeah. And there seems like there's some really quality ladies. It would just turn out probably pretty similar to how it was with the last relationship I had, which was at a certain point, like I fucked up a trip we planned and paid for so badly that I, that was kind of the breaking point for me. I was like, I thought I did so well and my fucking passport had been expired for a year and I had no idea. And we had like a little makeup trip and then i just had to come to terms with the fact that i did not have time for this so the time that you have to allot to your family and your job uh made it impossible for you to get your passport in order it just wasn't on the top of your priority didn't list didn't even think about it just i thought i was doing really great by digging it out two nights before yeah and you know what i keep thinking about which i probably shouldn't i like talking to our dad, mm-hmm. you know, after he had cancer for, you know, like, towards the end. Yeah. Because we would talk about relationship stuff. i say, why didn't you never remarry or, you know, get a girlfriend? He said, because he had cancer for eight years. I'm not relating cancer to having children. <laughs> but the idea, he said, what am I going to tell them, you know, like, yeah, that I have? So, Aww. in a way, I kind of feel like that. What am I going to tell somebody that I have Sunday evenings free sometimes? But I do want something, you know, authentic. And I (laughs) I, guess it. I don't even know what this is supposed to look like. So, again, I think you need the number one qualification needs to be somebody who can be a part of your life. And your life includes these three little children. So I think the options then are meeting somebody in real life who already knows what your story is, which isn't going to happen right now because of COVID. Mm -hmm. I don't think apps are a good idea because I know you and I know that you might find somebody who's kind of interesting or kind of cute or kind of something. But that's not enough. I think it would be a one in a million chance if you found somebody who was really a good match for you by, by swiping. Mm-hmm. I do kind of like the idea of a matchmaker only because for you to get matched with somebody, it would have to be somebody who is understanding or accepting or even really enthusiastic about you and your kids. It does seem like a game of chance if you're doing these app things. Uh-huh. I don't know. What do you think? I think I wish that there was... Craigslist personal, still, so I could go. <laughs> Attractive, fit, professional. Ex- professional. Don't say ex wrestler, Barbara. <laughs> no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> professional. <laughs> With three adorable children who are way smarter than you are. Sorry, it's true. Barbara. Um, seeks. <laughs> Same, you who is free. Set? Definitely every Sunday when I feel like it. Well, I have, I've been coming over at three. Okay, right. So definitely. And then I have to edit the podcast. So definitely, definitely every single time I feel like it. (laughs) I tried to have a hookup buddy. I think we talked about this on one episode that we scrapped. Yeah. I tried my best to have a hookup buddy once who I'd known for a long time. We were very attracted to each other. We finally hooked up. It was great. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to make it super great. And this person's like treating it like a fuck buddy situation. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Come over tonight because I'm free. Mm -hmm. And this person would be... uh, yeah, I can't. Try me again later. And then I did like three times like, no, you have to fit into my schedule. Yeah. If you can't break your fucking plans and come over here on my whim. On my whim. Yeah. Exactly. Very reasonable. <laughs> that's what that's what it's like to date. <laughs> you just I don't know. Yeah. Can we talk to Blaine about setting me up with um John Ham? John Ham? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I know about John Ham, he likes children uh four-year-old triplets (laughs) you don't know if he doesn't like (laughs) speaking of john ham here have i also mentioned this because it's run through my head how (laughs) when i like to go down the deep dark hole of how fucked up everything is i think about john Mm ham naturally i think about him in mad men how i didn't get it didn't get it what do you mean like it's just i didn't well okay you know how you're very very attracted to john (laughs) ham And you love John Ham? Hold on, I met John Ham. <laughs> I, I will tell that story after this. But I'm yeah. Well, you were you were Gaga for John Ham. No, Parker, like, come m- on. I'm no, I wasn't. Everybody's. I'm, oh, I know, you know what? It was, I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah, it was my friend Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend Melissa used to watch. <laughs> Look, I just want to say one thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my husband worked for At Midnight for. The entire 4 years it was on, uh-huh. he only brought me one set of cards back cuz the comedians had these cards that they had their jokes on. Mm-hmm. Guess whose set of cards it was? John Hamm, John Hamm and John Hams? Uh, Jim Gaffigan. So, oh. if you want to know who I <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have asked for John Hams. I asked for Jim Gaffigan. Well, that would have caused a rift in your marriage, <laughs> so Anyway, I really loved Mad Men, but uh-huh. it wasn't until I saw the interactive Kimmy Schmidt special, uh-huh. where John Hamm is plays a guru. Yes, uh-huh. a crazed—he's in jail. He, he's just gone bonkers in jail. Uh-huh. I thought that is an attractive <laughs> man. <laughs> he's doing karate and leggy like <laughs> back. <like> that is. <laughs> you see what I'm up against here? I do. <laughs> You, would you like to hear my John Ham story? Sure. Oh, by the way, wait, before you do that, i just like to paint a picture. Vera and I are sitting in my backyard. Mm-hmm. We have little cafe lights strung above our heads, and we have a roaring fire pit blowing smoke in our faces, and we're sipping cognac, and Vera has <laughs> my four-year-old son's <laughs> hat lightly <laughs> set atop her hair. Not head, <laughs> hair. Okay. I didn't know it was like six inches above my oh, head. No, it's okay. like eight inches. All right. How much of this story do I want to tell? Because you know this, the surrounding circumstances of where I was. You are at Patton Oswald's wedding. Second wedding. And I was obsessed with finding his daughter. Well, Patton, as probably most people know, lost his wife about a year and a half prior. And she passed away very suddenly and left behind Patton and their daughter Alice, who was like six or seven at the time, around the same age that my son is now. It was incredibly tragic and sudden, and I felt terrible for Patton, but I felt even worse for Alice. And it wasn't that I knew Alice so well, it was just that, that inside thing. M- moms get her, probably dads as well, when they have kids, like everybody becomes their kid. I'd, I'd seen Alice once or twice in between the time that her mom had passed away in this wedding. But I hadn't gotten to talk to her, and I really wanted to. So after the actual little ceremony, there was a party, and I went off to find her, and, and I found her and her friend, and I just started talking to them just to see how she was. And uh, it was really cool talking to her. The same way that talking to my son now is very cool. Mm-hmm. Seven is like an amazing age. It's really like the time that they become really who they are, and they have opinions and feelings, and they can express them. And, and they were like, oh, Alice is doing this crazy headstand thing where she would, like, take her hands away and then clap them real quick and put them back. It was hilarious. (laughs) And then she, uh, I said, "Uh, let me put my drink down before I play. And she goes, are you drinking alcohol? Or she said something like, oh, be careful of your wine. And I said, I'm not drinking wine. And she goes, oh, a lot of people are drinking wine tonight. And their eyes are going like this. And she did this funny thing where she did her fingers, like, pointing in different directions. (laughs) And i have never been so happy to be sober. So we played for a while, and then um, Blaine comes and finds me. And he says, where have you been? I've been looking for you. Uh, I want to introduce you to somebody. And I'm like, um, I'm with my friends right now. <laughs> One of these little girls asked me if I was uh, the 18-year-old star of a Disney show. These are my people, so I don't know what, what? <laughs> And you said yes. I'm like, well, I'm not that actress, but, you know, I could see how you could uh, be mistaken. Um... But yeah, so uh, I felt I felt okay about Alice. Like I, my Aww. mind was put to rest. Yeah, good so, mommy. Yeah, yeah. So I trail Blaine out, and um, turns out the person he wants to introduce me to is—it's um, just—it's John Ham. Oh. And John Ham knew who Blaine was before. He used to go to Largo, probably the same time that we went to Largo. But I got Blaine. John Ham did not. <laughs> and uh, Blaine said, hey, "Here, come over here. I want you to meet John Ham." And. Um, we have the same optometrist, it turns out. He said, John Ham, I'd like you to meet my wife. And I shook hands with him, and he was, he didn't have his hair slicked back, madman style. It was like, sort of down. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, was it crusty in, because no. that's what I go for. Crusty? No, no, it wasn't, he wasn't doing karate chops, so I don't know, <laughs> he probably would not have even recognized okay, him. Okay, okay. He was in a suit, he had his hair sorted down. He was incredibly handsome. Mm-hmm. Big smile, made a joke about the optometrist excused himself immediately. It was a lovely meeting. How did the optometrist come up so quickly? Um, <laughs> was that your opener? You know, I'm usually not at a loss for words meeting people, but I I did not know what to say and I think Blaine either he or Blaines they had already established that okay. they went to the same optometrist so they sort of they brought that up. He's your Paul Rubens. He is my Paul Rubens. <laughs> Anyway, mm-hmm. so I got to meet him and at end I got to spend time with Alice. And then uh, when I was leaving at the end, I was headed over to Patton to say goodbye, who was near John Ham. John Ham got up and shook my hand and said goodbye. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was incredibly polite. And if there's anybody out there who thinks that John Ham is not all that, uh, I'm really sad to say that he is. Oh, just boy. 100%. So that's my John Ham story. All that. And he loves triplets too, I've heard. No, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice to hear. It's always good to hear. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I so maybe I'll have more dating stories because this is a podcast about dating. Yeah. How much is a matchmaker? I think it's thousands of dollars. Did you actually look into one? Mm. No. No. <laughs> you did, didn't you? I, M C R. Okay. I'm not sure what's out there. All right. Well, this might become a thing that we talk about then, mm-hmm. or we just never talk about it again. Well, it's a dating podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should talk about it. <laughs> So, should we just in, relax by the fire and sip some more yeah. green tea and, and cognac? Yeah. Sounds good. Well, this has been. Twinterludes. Twinterludes while we uh, get, we get, we're getting, doing our next book. Yes. We're doing the autism spectrum guide to sexuality and relationships. I think we're both really enjoying this book. Yes. I'm just, I'm going to spoil it just a teeny little bit for anybody who doesn't think this applies to them. This book is like a manual <laughs> for being a human being. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say everybody could read it and get something out of it. And we'll talk about that a lot more. Oh, Then let me just close with this. I thought about that book when one of my app matches. I think he liked me and I said something back and like funny, whatever, engaged with him, he engaged back and then he engaged and then he engaged and then found a free moment, engaged back and then he engaged like five more times. Mm -hmm. And then I remembered some advice in this book and I said the next thing I said was, I realize I don't have time for this. It's been fun chatting. Goodbye. And then I unmatched us. Oh, that's good. (laughs) There's stuff like that in this book where someone may say they're going to call you, but they're not. They're just being polite. Alright, so we'll have that book in a couple weeks. We might have a -er twinnerlude before that. We're really trying to do these weekly. So we'll see you soon, and have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.